0: Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the Ask Me Anything episode, Big Ten, title game edition. So let's get to it. But like we always do, before we do that, uh, let's do the housekeeping. Hit me up on all social media, Uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all of it. Hit me up. We are growing. I mean, this season I have seen a steady incline. And then with us beating Ohio State, it has brought back everyone, thank God. It's been like a revival of sorts in my numbers. And we are getting close to um, record numbers for me. So this is very exciting, uh, guys. I just want to say, just keep it up. It's been amazing. But hit me up on all those. We'll talk. We'll chat. We'll do everything. on On the ask me anythings, I want to ask that whenever you leave a question from here on out, you either leave it on the post, the actual post, or I M me or DM me on IG is what I want to say. DM me on IG, and that way I can. It's easier for me to pull up names and questions. So two ways only from here on out. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. it. makes it much easier for me. So this way I don't forget you and forget the questions you sent me. Um, now let's get into this. Uh, so very good example. First person up is 88 Sean and he asks, uh, actually first timer for Sean here, how many times does Michigan pass the ball? He says he hopes it's less than 20 because he wants us to impose our will and, you know, just jam it down their throat, basically. Um, I think we are set up pretty well to keep us under 20 passes just because the way that uh, the strength of the Iowa run defense is mainly in the middle and they're weak on the sides, and we are built to do both. So, uh, And, you know, it seems like when Michigan uh, finds something that works, They, they run it into the ground (laughs) in the best way. It's the best way to say that. You know what I mean. So I think, if anything, I bet you they throw. ah, I'd say about twenty times sounds about right. If the if the run's working, I would say twenty attempts for old Cade McNamara, is good. Um. Now moving on with Mr. Obringer, my main man with the over unders, which I love. Base. uh, Let's see here. So. First one, over under Michigan, four sacks. Um, it looks like Iowa, I think, allows about three sacks uh, per game. It's a, I think they've allowed some like 30 sacks on the season. Uh, I want to say, and that's not going up against any type of great pass rush. I think Wisconsin's the best defense they've faced. Next to Minnesota, but let's face it, Minnesota really hasn't played anybody great outside of Ohio State that first week, and they got gaged. I mean, they got gouged big time in the in the past game, so I don't know how good their rush was. Uh, I'm going to say four sacks over. We're going to go over on that one. Four sacks for Jabo Hutchinson. Um, over under Iowa has 150 passing yards. That's a good one cuz Petrus is their guy who's starting and to me he's garbage. So I think with our pass rush uh with our defensive backfield being as good as as good as, it, ah, as good as it is, I'm going to say under. We're going to go oh, we're going to go under 150. Um over under Iowa has 175. Oh, 175 rush yards. I would say under. I think he meant the first question was 150 rushing yards and then 175 passing. So we're going I'm going to say under on both. I don't think Iowa's going to get 100 yards rushing and I don't think they're going to get over 175 yards passing either. I think this is I think this has a chance to be a fantastic just dominant performance for our defense. Uh, Iowa is 9 yards better than Indiana in total offense. I know they're 10-2, but it's one of the most, to be quite honest, Kurt Ferentz should get a complete and utter just praise for being able to put this team to a 10-2 record. Uh, that defense is really good, but their offense is stinky. Um. Okay, over under Michigan gets 200 yards passing. Whew. Well, if I said Michigan's not going to get more or right around 20 yards or so, I mean, 20 attempts passing. So I'm going to say Cade hits, you know, I'm going to say Cade hits 200. I'm going to go with the push on that one. I think he's going to, oh, you know what? I'm going to say 190. Cade's going to go 190 because I really think our running a running attack is going to be amazing. And I don't think he's, he's not going to pass as much and he's just going to hit those key little slants and maybe, uh. Bubble screens or uh, 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 wheel routes by the running back. So I'm going to say 190. Um, over under Michigan gets 225 rushing yards. Oh, I'm going to say over. As a com- as a combination, I think we're going to get over 225. Look more to the 275. I would say that would be my guess. Thank you, Josh. Once again, always love your always love your over-unders. Now we go to Peter. Peter, once again, a OG uh maniac. Always with the questions, which I always appreciate. Um he here's okay, let me get this. Sorry guys, if this sounds like a little bit weird or disjointed. My uh <laughs> my recording equipment. I woke up super late because I flew out here to Arizona. To visit some friends. And I left my recording <laughs> my recording equipment at home. I woke up late. I had to run to the airport to catch my flight. And then the flight was two hours delayed. So uh, go figure. But yeah, I left my stuff at home. So uh, that's not really well put together right now. So please excuse the disjointedness. Uh, Pete ass. How many sacks will Michigan have against Iowa? Okay, I I said about four in the over under. I covered. I think it's going to be four. I, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that um, Hutchinson gets three, just so he can nail down the Heisman and just really put a put a capper to the season. Because I think Chase Young Chase Young had 16 sacks the year he was nominated for the Heisman. So I would love to see him tie. Uh, one or somebody who's widely considered to be one of the best uh buckeye defensive linemen. Um now the second question is oh do we score any defensive touchdowns, pick sixes, uh strip sack recovery for touchdown. That's a good question. Um I DJ Turner man, he has a he has a knack for being able to pick off bad quarterbacks and take them in for touchdowns. Uh, so I, you know what? I would love to say we're going to get one pick six. Um, but then again, it wouldn't really shock me if we pin him down in the, like, 10-yard line because Robbins is a f- maniac when it comes to that punting. He's pretty amazing. And we uh, we get a strip sack like we did uh, the Michigan State. I would love to see a pick six because I think that's just, well, they're both deflating. Hmm. I'm going to go with pick six. I, that's what I'm going to think. I think, I hope so. I think that'd be great. I mean, any one of them could flip the, turn the head, turn the game right on top of its head and it could turn into a blowout at that point. Let's see here. Number three, was your opinion or conspiracy theory on corporate America? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, there's probably a million conspiracy theories about corporate America. I just think it depends on, uh, it just depends on what avenue you want to talk about and what you know what kind of tentacles they have in the game. Um, but I mean, I would assume a lot of things you see right now in our government has a lot to do with corporate America. I think one of the bad things that we have in our government right now is lobbyists, and I think if and lobbyists are attached to big companies and that's corporate america so they push their narrative they push what they want to get done and the lobbyists go and buy and rent whoever they need to to get whatever they need to get done so uh but we could get into all sorts of different things i mean that that i would have to start a conspiracy podcast uh answer that one that's such that's a great question though i mean that's something that if we're if we ever have a beer together there, Pete, we can go ahead and talk about that for hours, kid. Because I've got some, I got some interesting thoughts on it. But I just don't know which angle you want me to go down on that. And we'll just leave it at that. But I just know that they probably corporate America is really dictating a lot of things that you see nowadays with some of the more annoying things that we have, especially uh, those big pharma companies. Um, his other question is. Who will score the first offensive touchdown for Michigan? A running touchdown, H2. Um that seems the mo- that seems to be the most likely answer, right? You would think it's going to be um you think it's going to be Hassan Haskins. I'm going to go with I have two separate ideas and I can't fall on which one I think is more likely. I definitely think okay, here are my two options. I'm going to go with either Blake Horn bus one like he did against Ohio State, but he finishes it this time because he's a little bit healthier and he's got most of his speed back. Because you could tell that in that game, if Blake Horn was 100% healthy going up against Ohio State, that would have been a touchdown. That would have been like a 60-yard touchdown. He's just that explosive. So if he's healthy, i I definitely seeing him popping one. Um, if not, I I would say a tight end for a touchdown, that would be my guess. It will get down into like the nine-yard line, and they do one of those little uh, fake blocks, then roll, you know, and then do a little out pass, that would be my guess. So I just don't know which one I like more. I love both of them, but I would love to see Coram break one, to be quite honest with you, just because it's so electrifying when he does that. Um, Let's see here. All right, Pete, uh, oh, how many Michigan wins in Columbus? Oh, wait, wait, hold on. How can Michigan win in Columbus next year? They're pissed off, and oh, they're pissed off down there. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess it all depends, right, because next year is a whole new season, so it, it depends on who we lose in, in to the NFL draft this year, uh, who steps up as a player next year. I mean, is Cade still our quarterback or is JJ our quarterback? I mean, there's a lot, a of, lot of things, a lot of moving pieces to that one next year. Are they even good next year? Which they, you know, more than likely are going to be. I mean, let's face it, right? Uh, I still am holding out that Ryan Day is a piece of shit coach. I really am. I know I made that claim a long time ago, and I am still holding true that that is true. I'm just holding it, but... I would say we're gonna to have to do the, the same thing that we did this year, but next year, and we're gonna need a, a dynamic running game again. And I don't see why we can't with Blake Corum and Edwards. I mean, there's so many different ways you can use those two on, on the field at the same time. Even uh, I think we're gonna be, I think we're gonna be even more dynamic offensively to this next season. So we might be able to just stand toe to toe with them. And just be like, all right, you have your amazing wide receivers. We have our amazing running game and our tight ends and all this. Let's see who wins. And just go at it. And it could be – I just – I think next year is going to be an amazing game too. I think from here on out, we're going to see nothing but two great teams just standing in the ring, just beating the shit out of each other just like the way it should be. And I'm frankly, I'm excited. I don't know if we'll win next year, but I definitely think we have a chance now. And I think – uh I would love to tell you a a better answer than that, but there's just too many moving pieces for next season. But definitely not being scared of them is a major right there. Um, (laughs) Has a girl tried to hit on you lately at the bar, in the mall, or the grocery store? Well, because of COVID, I don't know if malls even exist anymore. Um, But I have recently, I have a girlfriend now, so... I don't know if she'd appreciate that <laughs> well i haven't told you that people yeah i have a girlfriend so no no girls have because if they have i i don't really pay attention i am like i am first of all even when i was single i was the most young and even when i was in my peak condition peak adamness i still was oblivious to women just the way i was raised i had no clue <laughs> I was the worst at it like it just, I mean things came my way of course but I just had the I had no idea like girls later would have be like I, I was totally throwing myself at you you didn't even pay attention because I had zero clue <laughs> I was completely naive at that until I got older um so yeah no girls have done that lately um, let's see here. I think that's the last one for Pete. I love it when Pete, uh, comes up with questions because they always, always are different. And it's the best. Oh, long-time listener, man. Brian. Brian Ignis? Or Ignash? I hope I'm not murdering your last name, buddy. It's great to see you finally back. And we've been talking and it's awesome on the DMs. Fantastic. Here's this question. Um, if you were coaching Michigan, do you want... The ball. Oh, okay. Do you? If I was coaching Michigan, do you want? Do you want the ball to start the game on Saturday? Uh, to be quite honest with you, I. Th- you know, I've been thinking about that a lot, right? Because there's one school thought saying you want to get the ball and you want to do exactly what you did at Ohio State last year, or last week. Get the ball, move it down, move it down, and score right away because Iowa is not a, a fast start offense. They are more methodical, that kind of stuff. So you want to move the ball down, show them you can score. That way you already are ahead of the game and your offense is warmed up and it gives your defense a little bit more time to relax and all that kind of stuff. Uh, or there's the whole put the defense out there and let them get a three and out. Show your dominance on defense. Let them know it's going to be a tough day. And then get the offense out there. Um, If I was the coach, I would go, I would want the ball first. Because I saw what it did with Ohio State. I saw how it got the team moving, how it got their spirits up. And to watch your offense move the ball down as easily as they did and score only gets you hyped as a defensive player. So I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the fact that I want Michigan to get the ball. I want them to move it like hell. Even when they got the ball first against Michigan State, that ninety three yard touchdown pass to Andrew Anthony was electric. And I think they do that against Iowa. <sighs> that could lead to a blowout. Who knows? But it's just there's I either way you do it. I I I think the best plan of attack is to have them be the first ones out on the field. Um, let's see here. Oh, here's the other one. Sorry, guys. Like I said, this is a hard way for me to do this because I can't really see the questions that well on my phone. Um, I was in a high-powered offense. I'm guessing they would love to run the ball and control the clock, make the make this game as ugly as possible. If Michigan puts them in a hole early, how many? How many? Oh, maybe you force them to throw and Ajabo and Hutchison can do their thing. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I don't know if that was a question, but that perf- that's a perfect statement because I think that's exactly what they want to do. They kind of want to do to us what we did to Ohio State last week, right? They want to have long, drawn-out um, drives and keep our offense on the field because our offense, by far and away, is the most powerful offense they've, paid- they've played all season. You know? Um, so to do that, you know, they kind of want to do the same thing we did. Keep us off our game, make us slow. And then that way too, uh, you can wear down Ajabo and Hutchinson, you know, because Michigan state showed the more you keep them out on the field, the more you do certain things they can wear down. Um, I would think that's going to be their game plan. I think exactly what you said is perfect. You're absolutely right. Um, so guys, that's the end of ask me anything. Sorry. I came out late. Uh, couldn't uh it was completely unavoidable sorry about that um actually i think i've done a few test runs i think i want to add use this recording app from here on out unless that was just a fluke i'm going to test test it again see if i sound okay but going forward anyways this is a great night tonight i'm excited i'm nervous everything is just falling into place hopefully and this could be a dream come true um I think we win this Big Ten. I think anything, anything in the playoff is just gravy at that point. We finally made it to a playoff. Everybody can shut the fuck up about Harbaugh. It's great. I mean, on the next season, oh, my God. We just have, this is it, man. Like, Harbaugh's right. I think he's right. This is the beginning of something. And if this team continues to show that they are focus-driven, they don't let anything stop them from their goal, of winning a Big Ten I'm telling you it is this team is different and everybody else and all these other kids are gonna get her different oh I wanted to, I wanted to add one thing and I was hoping somebody would say something about Damani Jackson on this one but they didn't which is okay uh, I kind of am glad that we didn't get him and I'm kind of glad that he decommitted or not committed or whatever the whole drama was about him, because That is the type of attitude. Now, I'm sure Damani Jackson's a very good kid. I'm sure. But he seems like he's a drama king. He seems like all the attention needs to be on him. Why else do you drag this out? Why else do you make so many different uh, trips to Michigan and all this other stuff? And I, I get it. If I was wanted, I'd probably want to do all the same things too. But I don't know if he's for the team. Is he a team player? Is he the one that's going to going to buy in when the times get hard or is he going to be one of those energy vampires and you know we've had them so in a way with uh, with this recruitment and the way i just see things playing out i think he's an energy vampire or just i just don't think he would be a right fit for this team he's probably a great fit for usc or he's a great fit for alabama god bless him i wish him that i wish he has the best career possible I just don't think he's the right fit for Michigan, and I'm actually very happy we didn't get him. Um, I think we have some great cornerbacks coming up. Uh, Andre Seldon, I mean, come on. He's going to be a dog sooner or later. He just has to get his mind wrapped around the game, I think, a little bit. And then you got Will Johnson, and we have DJ Turner. We got a ton of talented kids. Uh, Yeah, it sucks. Five-star, would love to have him, but I just don't, don't think he's the right fit, so I'm actually okay with it. So, okay, guys. Enjoy tonight. Uh, there will be a re- reaction episode. I will probably do it on Sunday. um, And then we'll hopefully be, do- we'll hopefully be doing a big game pregame going for uh, playoffs, baby. Let's just hope that's the case. Uh, let's love and enjoy tonight. And it is great. It really is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. It really is. And always and forever, guys. Go Blue.